G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight recently decided to grow a mustache, and I've never been prouder of him. It's your boy, <laughs> John Rowe, friend of the show. Hey man, how you doing? I'm good, buddy. How are you? <laughs> so you like you like you love a mustache? Oh mate, I am I'm dibs in for the first mustache ride. I don't care what your what your partner says. <laughs> I get for, I I'm get st- first go. I've still got I've still got stash virginity. It's all right. <laughs> but rather than grow a mustache, it's just I've I've decided to regularly shave everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I've got the hobo beard. Uh, there's nothing wrong with a hobo beard. How you been, buddy? Yeah, really good, bro. Really good. You know, middle of the year vibes. Just working hard. Yeah. Hanging out for a holiday. How uh, are you? Oh, man. The exact same, except colder. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the exact same, but colder. I'm looking at you right now, and you're like shirtless, and you look warm, and I'm like oh. hoodie, beanie, trackies, socks. Like, I'm, I'm frozen at the moment. <laughs> Ducted air conditioning, mate. Can't oh, beat it. Brutal. Hey, buddy. I got a question for you. Questions. So, mate, when you're a child or when you're in school, coming home from school and having an like an afternoon snack, what was your go-to afternoon snack? Man, this is a good question. I over the years, I definitely rotated a fair few, mm. but. I can tell you with utmost confidence that one of my favorite snacks was chicken Easy Mac. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah, bro. Man. <laughs> like, this hits home for me so much, but like the Easy Mac thing, because I, I grew up in a house that didn't have a microwave. In fact, we, Ooh. the entire, my entire life till the age of 17, we never had a microwave at our house. So, you, whoa. Yeah, no microwave. At one point, I oh. remember my elder brother, Justin, friend of the show, he moved out. He, no, he moved, he moved away and left um, some of his stuff in the garage and there was a microwave in there. So I used to buy Easy Mac from Woolies, plug the microwave in in the shed, cook the Easy Mac in the shed at night so no one would notice and then go back inside because <laughs> I wasn't allowed to use any of his stuff. Sorry, Justin, you're finding out just now I you used your microwave, but you know. <laughs> Oh, he's going to be furious about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't yeah. believe... Uh, I mean, I'm shocked that you didn't have a... I would have thought, honestly, your household would have been almost solely microwave. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I like... It took me... Um, I like... I remember when we first moved out with my... Like, when I first moved out with my partner and we got our own house and we had a microwave and I went to heat up leftovers on the stove in a bit of water because that's how we just heated up leftovers on the stove which you put yeah. water in a pan and just chuck it in there and heat it up and she's like just, just use the fucking microwave you idiot <laughs> <laughs> Ch- game changer game oh, changer she, she's still with you <laughs> yeah I know right what a trooper um, but the reason I ask you this question John is because I've recently gone on a, a little bit of a health kick I've, I've, I've decided to you know watch what I'm eating a little bit more Which means I'm, thank you, but I'm fantasizing about food nearly constantly now. Um, (laughs) 
And because, you know, the first thing to go on a healthy diet is usually the snacking. So all my snacking's gone. So I've been thinking about snacks a lot. And I've been fantasizing about a particular snack that I used to have like daily when I was a child. And I think I introduced you to this sandwich. Mm. Maybe, Maybe it wasn't you, but it was someone else. But I used to be obsessed with making peanut butter and honey sandwiches on white bread with extra margarine. Have you ever had one of those? Oh, extra margarine. Yeah. All the time. I've, um, I don't, I've definitely had them for Mm. sure. Like I'll I'll make them for, I'll make them for myself like every now and again if I feel like it. But no, after school I never got around a lot of honey during like my adolescence. Um, but then it wasn't until like later when I realized if you had got, I don't know about if it does it with margarine, but if you mix honey with like butter, oh. it crystallizes a little bit. Yeah. And it gives, and you can, and it, it gets a bit pasty mm. and you can, and man, slap that on a piece of toast and you're happy days. Oh man. Speaking of like stuff I didn't realize, like I remember going back to the microwave thing when, when I you know, first moved out and got a microwave, I got obsessed with microwaved peanut butter sandwiches where you just make a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> and just chuck it in the microwave. Microwave it till the peanut butter goes like hot and smooth. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. I suppose because you would have had like the craft, the real thick. Oh, man. Um, hard pe- peanut butter. Do you think I ever had craft in my life? Are you kidding me? I had. <laughs> my mum used to buy like spreads from the reject shop. We used to buy groceries <laughs> from the reject shop. Yeah, them chi- the ones with like the, they've got the Chinese ingredients and then yeah. it's a white sticker over the top of it with like all the um, yeah. English. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, son. I remember like we had a peanut butter that was in the cupboard that was just like it was like, um, it was I think it was just called like nut butter or like nutty butter, and it was like yeah. just the most knockoff peanut butter, and you couldn't get like a fo- like a knife into it, like you'd stick a knife into it and it just wouldn't oh, go and it'd further. Be super hard. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> not spreading you're not spreading that on a slice of wonder white without fucking ripping it to shreds it's not fucking happening yeah, <laughs> yeah man because man white bread nowadays is like fucking concrete you can spread mm. it as hard as you want back in the day it would tear <laughs> oh man. i reckon three out of every four sandwiches i made as a child t- tore are definitely yeah. like a hundred percent man speaking of white and afternoon snacks and white bread you know like cup of soups Yes. Bro, I used to come home, get an Asian laksa, pour that bitch up, and then I would have like eight slices of white bread. Oh, yeah. Just, I, would have the, I wouldn't drink any of it. I'd just dip the whole freaking mm. thing. I used, to be a big fan. <laughs> I used to be a big fan of getting a slice of white bread and like crumpling it up until it's like a log, like a hard <laughs> log, yes. and yes. then dipping that and stuff. Oh, man. God. Oh, I'm... I used to think you were smart as hell. I fucking miss carbs so much, my dude. Like it is. <laughs> so is that what you're trying to you're trying to curb the carbs? Oh mate, I can tell you what I've eaten for the last like two days. It'll just make you sad. No, not give sad. Me, like give, I've eaten healthy give me, food. Give me a, give me a one day, like the worst day so far. Tell me what you ate. Um, it was probably yesterday. Oh no, the day before. Well, yeah. Okay, so the day before I had um, for lunch, I had a tomato. With salt and a, pepper on it. A, a tomato. A tomato with salt and pepper on it. An avocado with salt and oh. pepper on it. Uh, that was lunch. I skipped breakfast. 
Um, for dinner that night, I had, what did I have? I think I had a carrot, a baked carrot and a baked sweet potato. Yeah. So you so you're you're not only like watching what you eat, you're also like reducing your intake. Yeah, yeah. But I think I've I've probably reduced it too much. I've done this thing where I don't know if you know John, but I overcorrected so hard. I don't know if you know John, but I tend to live in extremes where if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it to the extreme. So <laughs> you're like a fucking bushfire, mate. Oh, you just mate. go way too hard. <laughs> I just go so hard in the paint on fucking everything in my life. It's ridiculous. Man, tomato. I thought you were gonna. I literally thought you were gonna stop at tomato, and I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Don't punt. Don't like hurt yourself." <laughs> oh man, my entire life is hurting myself. Sometimes it is ridiculous. <laughs> um, but man, we have a jam-packed episode. Not only uh, are we going to recap uh, a few of our favorite trailers that we've seen in E3 uh, as that happened over the weekend. Actually, as of recording, it's still technically happening right now i think we'll only miss like the last night of announcements so hopefully there's nothing massive and big in there but um not yet that uh so we'll go through e3 uh also uh you're going to give us a quick little review of ratchet and clank and also we'll be talking about some god of war the 2018 game so big throwback big big throwback throwback. Worth worth it so we'll get into e3 first now man can I just say, before we get super into E3, it's fucking so good to have E3, but I didn't realise how much I missed it last year. It's that thing where and you it's don't... it's stacked. It's so it's stacked. Content. Yeah, it's a fat, fat convention this year. Um, that being said, out of all the trailers that have dropped, I think we've only got like five here that actually have piqued my interest or piqued our interest. Yeah, five that are really, really um, kind of focused in on where we want to be. Yeah, do you want to kick us off with that top one? Let me bring up the list one second. Now you start us off, man. Now here we go. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, Naraka Blade Point. Yes, Naraka Blade Point. Uh, so Naraka Blade Point is a 60-player action battle royale offering players insane mobility powered by parkour and grappling hook, a, v- a vast arsenal of melee and ranged weapons, and a roster of characters with powerful abilities. Transform yourself into a gigantic Vanjan warrior and crush your enemies. So this game's been um, out for a while uh, in alpha. Is it alpha or just early access? Uh, it, it's part. It's early access now. It's yeah. Past beta testing. Yeah. Yeah. So this game looks fucking sick. This this trailer looks amazing. It was it, a good trailer. Mm. Yeah. And it looked it's, like it's just sing, it's just single player though. Hey, there's no like th- squads or anything like that. It I couldn't tell. Um, I can't see anything here about squads, but yeah, yeah, look, just look single player. But I could be wrong. Mm. I was impressed with it actually. Like, and the combat system looked uh, complex, not just like four or five things you can do. Like, it looked like there was up, uh, upwards of ten things. I saw one of the characters doing. Yeah. Um, so it looks really interesting for the combat. And I'm super excited. This will be the, the that that will most likely be the first game I play on my new gaming laptop. So I'm fucking really excited for that. It's about time you crank that up. Oh man, I've had it for like six months now, and I haven't played a single game on it. You're not just Crap. gonna download League of Legends and play with me? <laughs> nah, I can't do LOL, brother. I can't do it. Hey, I'm still playing Wild Rift on my phone. Oh, really? I've dropped in for a few games every now and again, but yeah, I just... 
Man, my my heart belongs to Hearthstone when it comes to mobile gaming, and it always will. <laughs> so we uh, get the global launch on in August for Naraka. Yeah, so global launch on Steam. Yeah, there is a beta test going on the late July, it looks like. You can register now for the beta test if you wanted to get on that. Um, but yeah, man, this trait like good to see this trailer coming out with it, you know, being dropped in August. And also it looks to be like there's a lot of, you know, noise around this already. A lot of, you know, great reviews. Even in the trailer it says it's, you know, the top five uh Steam played Steam games, you know, when it came out. So, you know, this looks like it, it's gonna that, be. Well, that was the one sick. thing I actually enjoyed that they were they were cranking out all of the like um kind of like the honorifics of the game so far. Like one of the most successful early access and beta games that's been on Steam ever. Mm. And I mean, it's made by Epic Games, and like they they know. Oh, is it? Oh, I've missed that completely. They know what's up. Yeah, they they a hundred percent know what's up. I mean, Epic Games in the past made a a MOBA that me and you fell deeply, deeply in love with, and I still think about on a on a weekly basis and wish I could still play it. <laughs> um, Paragon. Uh, Paragon. Yes. Shout out to the OG fans of Paragon out there. Um, God, I fucking miss that game, dude. I re- I'm, I'm, really... I'm waiting for them to bring out a heavy-hitting MOBA or something like that. They could do it. I mean, they, They've they already done it. Do it. That's exactly. the thing. Now, They've already done it. All they need to do is take Paragon and just lay Release it again. skins on it. No, Paragon looked gorgeous. I loved the look of Paragon. Right, imagine if they still had Paragon side-by-side Fortnite and when they do like these Superman releases, they do like the Infinite... They... they Add those guys into the Paragon. Oh, it would be so good. And then you'd be playing as Aloy right now. In uh, I miss I miss Paragon so much. <laughs> Fuck, I love that game. Uh, moving on, I don't have anything else to say about um, Naraka Blade Point. I'm just very excited to play it. Yeah, no, I'm... Because um, I, I need to get a new laptop very soon. My, I'm, I'm hijacking, hijacking my girlfriends right now. Um, so she can't play Sims right now. So she's not <laughs> happy. Um <laughs> So when I get my laptop, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll make sure I've got it and we can both get into it in August for sure. Let's do it, bruz. Um, next on the list is um, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. This trailer um, shocked the shit out of me because I wasn't expecting Ubisoft to drop an Avatar game. What the fuck kind of world are we living in? Not not only like how sideways was that, but how good was that fucking trailer? It looked insanely good. I, I it looked like it's a cinematic movie, like, and like the quality, but like the actual scope of it looked incredible. Yeah, and like I don't know about you, but for me, like Avatar the movie is a like I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's a <laughs> lackluster movie that just looks fucking gorgeous and just happened to be out of the right time where everyone was like fucking three D, dude. Oh, yeah, definitely like kind of like the Tiger King thing. thing. It came out at the perfect time. Oh, yeah, it was just um, that perfect window release. I, I remember. Say, I didn't feel lackluster on it though, but that was because I was the age group where it was it was super impactful. Um, I was just astounded by it. But I mean, I, tried I was just to go back and watch it, and I didn't really feel yeah. quite as much. I mean, I saw it in three D in the cinema, and I was like, man, this is fucking sick. But also. That I've never once thought of it as a good like movie when it comes to like plot writing all that stuff. It's lackluster. It just yeah. looks pretty. 
you know, it's just yeah, gorgeous. It's amazing. Um, and I really hope that this game is just not going to look pretty. Um, Ubisoft in the past have come up with some really, really fun gameplay loops. So, and I read a few comments under the, the video of, of this Avatar game. Um, and people mentioning that if they were to incorporate, you know, the gameplay loop of, like, The Division with this, you know, mm. with raids being on, like, the mining company and stuff like that, that would be fantastic. Could you imagine Division meets Avatar? What an interesting game loop that would be. I would I would like that a lot. I, I'm worried, though, because it's, it's only a single-player uh, playthrough. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, and I hope that they don't really do it, but I feel like it's going to lean heavier into the Assassin's Creed play style. Uh, yeah, which it doesn't belong there at no. all. Um, I don't know about you, but I, at the start of the trailer, I was getting more Horizon Zero Dawn vibes, where there was like different types, different species of big beasts and things yeah. like that and, and obviously we know that they can connect with all the animals on the planet uh, which is like the override for Aloy so that's kind of the vibe I was getting from that but yeah. I'd like Division Division uh, game loop would be much better than the Assassin's Creed one if yeah, it does kind of seem like Ubisoft only has two modes when it comes to making you know these type of open world games it's either you know, grindy kind of raid-based, you know, battle loops like The Division or it's just fucking raid, like, you know, going into an, a bunker, clearing out all the enemies, taking the area, yeah. you know, rinse, repeat for 300 times until you've, you know, fully synchronized. Man, I've, I've fallen off the Assassin's Creed game so fucking hard. I, I can't, yeah. can't stand the thought of playing them anymore. <laughs> Well, oh, so you weren't happy that uh, they're getting a DLC for Valhalla? No. <laughs> no. They announced that, the raid on Paris or whatever it is. Yeah, But yeah. Um, I think I think Eileen, I'm, I'm kind of wouldn't be surprised if they do do Assassin's Creed again because, the like, I was, I was playing Phoenix, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Mm. That is a bloody reskin of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. All the combat mechanics, the movement mechanics are all basically exactly the same. Um. So I'm worried with a lot of the... But I hope that they'll be original mm. with Avatar because you, this is the very first game of the franchise. Uh, you've got... You've got a pretty... A relatively unique world already built there. Uh, you've got the you've got the two sides competing for global domination. Yeah. Well, obviously, the Avatars aren't competing for global... They're competing for conservation, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I feel like there'll be a lot of territory snatching. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I feel like I feel like with like going into this Avatar game, like they're so lucky in regards to everyone, even if they're like a part, like have only seen this, has only seen Avatar once when it came out. Everyone knows this world. Like it's it's the highest grossing, you know, box office movie ever made. Everyone is so familiar with this world where they've already got, you know, they've already got such a market for people who are interested in this game because it's anyone who was interested in the movie and fucking everyone saw the movie. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I don't like, I, I, we, I want them to take a big risk on the gameplay here, but I feel like because it's a game that's so easily marketable, they're not going to. 
That's a good point, actually. Mm. How how they they probably like yeah, it's gonna sell copies. Let's just go with something safe that we're not gonna fuck up. Nothing screams safe like a Assassin's Creed style gameplay loop because they've done it thirty times. Yep, yeah. probably more actually. Yeah, um, no, you make a, you make a good point about mm. that. They it is already it can market itself. So yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but enough hating on Ubisoft, and now let's sing the praises of Ubisoft because the next trailer is the Ubisoft Mario Plus Rabbits Spark of Hope. So the sequel following the original Mario Plus Rabbits Kingdom Battles, which came out on the Switch in like 2012, I think, like that. No, it was a, um, it was a launch title. Yeah, a launch title of the Switch was it? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't 2012. That, that was fucking <laughs> That's 20 a... years ago. It was like um 15 maybe. Yeah, 16, 17, something like that. 15. Um. Did you ever play Mario Plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battles? Yes, yeah, I got it. I got it with my Switch, mm. um, and I did play it, and I did enjoy it. I really did. So did I. How, um, I didn't finish it though. It was no, neither did I. I reckon I, I put a, a solid. Games. I, I probably put a solid like six to eight hours in, and mm. like really well, enjoyed. It's all right for you, that's pretty much what you do standard. <laughs> really enjoyed everything I played, but yeah, just had no inclination to pick it up again, which again, basically my <laughs> lifestyle of anything. Um, but this one looks sick. I I like the idea of it being kind of new enemies and they're not just, you know, the rabbit enemies because I got kind of bored of those yeah. rabbit enemies. Um, yeah, man, looks sick. I fucking love the Mario Rabbit games. Like I, those six hours I played were so fun, and I definitely want to play more of that for sure. It was a nice, um, it was a good cinematic trailer. I mm. managed to watch like a bit of the gameplay as well. Did you get to watch some of that? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, it's so much more promising. They moved away from the grid formation. Yeah, so it looks a little bit more like um, free flow instead of you know straight. Um, Real-time strategy. Would you... Would you like classify as RTS? Turn-based RTS? Yeah, yeah turn-based sure. RTS. Like, yeah. Fire, like, so, for those who haven't played it, it plays like Fire Emblems. Um, mm. Or XCOM. Grid, grid, yeah, XCOM. You've got gridded maps, and you can only move a certain amount. You can attack a certain amount in different directions. That's the original. Now, they've moved away from that, and now it's a physical distance in any direction. So, you... Where you start your turn, now they've got a boundary. You can't move outside of that boundary, but you can for- perform a limited amount of actions within the boundary. It yeah. gives it so much more flexibility. It gives it uh, much more diversity in each of the encounters rather than go- like doing the same old mathematical almost um, movements, which are really clunky. Um, it gives much more flow to it. And it seems like there's um they've added in like super moves, uh, massive combo moves. There's different types of movement as well. The mm. maps um because they don't have the grid, they're not locked into the grid style. The maps are a lot more open and look more modern. Um, yeah, I was I was I'm I'm actually excited for this one, and I thought to myself I might actually get this one if I, I'll finish off the first one, and if I'm inclined to do so. Mm. I'll, Definitely get look at the second one. Uh, yeah, I do like the idea of a more not yeah more faster paced kind of gameplay because the the original ones like because it is that turn based RTS like some battles were fucking slow and just real <laughs> slow and man my attention span is is not spectacular. Yeah, and you know daddy needs things moving quick. 
So yeah. yeah. And not only were they slow, like you saw, you could see, you constantly four moves in front, and you're like, ah, it's taking forever for me to do this thing that I've already planned out. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you're locked in, but yeah, the the free, it should be a lot more free flow and a lot more responsive. Mm, and yeah, active. That'll be sick. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to that. say about Mario Plus. What well, the only thing else I have to say about Mario Plus Rabbits is it's fucking insane that Nintendo is giving. Like, is letting Ubisoft make a Mario plus Rabbits game. Like, that's... Oh. That's nuts. It's it's yeah, so it, crazy <laughs> that it happened once, and it feels equally insane that it's happened twice now. Like... They'd be laughing. They'd, they'd be honestly laughing. They're just like, yeah, all we need to do is give them the IP, and they're just going to pay us tons of money. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I have one question. Who... Mm-hmm. That... The character with the sword... Who is that? The character you, with the what, the, sorry? The sword that pops up. Um, oh, yeah, no, no idea. Yeah, no idea. I've got no clue. And yeah. they're obviously all based after Mario characters, so I'm not sure. Man, I haven't played, uh, like, I didn't play um, Mario Odyssey, so unless it was someone from Odyssey. Oh, true, yeah, yeah I didn't play that either, I suppose. Mm. It could be an original Rabbids character, maybe. Could be, yeah. Man, I would have zero clue on original Rabbids characters. I can't think of a subject I know less about, in all honesty. <laughs> it's <laughs> the wrong place. <laughs> um, moving on to the next trailer that we liked. Um, what is that next one? Uh, Lost Ark. So, Lost Ark is a massive multiplayer online action roleplay game, or an MMORPG. Developed by Tripod Studio and Smilesgate. Um, so this originally has been... F- oh, this has been fully released in Korea in 2018. Um, and now is coming to the rest of the world in, you know, 2021. Um, this game looks fucking amazing. It does. And it's probably... Uh, other than the next one, maybe the thing I was actually most excited about to provide my laptop and be like, I'm getting straight into this. Mm, same. Top, top down. Uh, looks like it plays like Diablo. I've literally, like, was reading descriptions of it being cr- described as, you know, Korean's take, uh, a Korean take on um, Diablo. And I was just like, sign me up. Yeah, fucking... Yeah. Diablo 3 I mean, sucked me off Im- immensely. I can't wait to play <laughs> more of that. Are you kidding me? I know, I'm always looking for my Diablo, my top-down uh, dungeon mm. crawling uh, kind of fix all well, the time. Well, I mean, like, Diablo 2 was the first... I reckon I, I could almost say Diablo 2 was the first thing I got addicted to at, like, the age of, like, 12, where I was oh. just non-stop playing it. Like, I could yeah. not get enough <laughs> of Diablo 2. And, like, even when Diablo 3 came out, I remember me, you, and friend of the show, Joshy... Um, just sunk so many, t- like, so I was falling asleep playing it because we were playing that much of it. Like, yeah. we're... <laughs> oh, you just reminded me about that when Josh and I would be like at the end of the map and it's just like, Phil, what are you doing? Like, oh, oh, uh, just fell asleep. <laughs> and that doesn't sound like a glowing review of, of, the gameplay of Diablo 3, but I can fall asleep doing anything, so... <laughs> ask, ask your wife. Yeah. <laughs> so you will... Also, well, I guess they showed they showed another Diablo 2 remake. 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty good, and I am definitely going to go in on that. Yeah, of course, I'll go in on that. Um, I am a bit hesitant on a Diablo 2 remake just because I've played that game so much that I don't know if there's anything for me in a remake, and I think it might just, you know... I love the memories I have of Diablo 2 and the playthroughs I've done of Diablo 2, and... You know, I've still got the original box set that I bought from, you know, my local computer shop when I first got Diablo 2 that came with, like, oh, you know... Really? You've yeah, still got it. the bestiary, like, the manuals and stuff like that. It's got all that stuff in it. Like, man, I fucking love Diablo 2. Um, is it in good condition? Absolutely not. It is complete <laughs> rat shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I've, I haven't kept my body in good condition. Why the fuck am I going to keep a random book from when I was a child in good condition? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know if there's anything for me in a remake of Diablo 2. That being said, I will fucking buy it, obviously, and play yeah. it, but yeah. It looks like there's a lot in, in, in to invest in, though, with Lost Ark. This, mm. The trailer was absolutely fantastic. Perfect song to go with it as well. Yeah. I had that in my Spotify list for a while, and oh, like, hearing really? it behind that trailer was really good. Can you send me what that song is? Because that fucking yeah, song I'll, um, Yeah, I'll forward that to you for sure. Yeah, um, brother. Yeah, no, really good, really good trailer. Obviously, mm. it's already fully released, so they they can give they can offer the best of the, what they've got. Mm. Um, do you, how long had do you happen to know how long it's been released in Korea? Um, so it's been fully released in the Korea region on December fourth, two thousand and eighteen. So it's been okay, out for so a hot years. minute. Yeah, 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 brilliant. So enough time to hopefully to work out all the bugs. That'd be nice, you know. Oh, for sure. And that, that would probably mean that there's a bit of extra content as well. Mm. Maybe some DLCs or some whatnot. So, when was the last... Have you gone on gone in on an MMORPG before? Hmm. I definitely have. Like, I've played WoW. Yeah. I've played Guild Wars. Oh, I've wow. Played... Yeah, shit. Yeah, that was, that was, that was the shit back in mm. the day, Guild Wars. Um... I played a couple of others. Uh, put me on the spot here. Um, well, the main reason I'm asking is, have you ever have you ever fallen into that deep, deep MMORPG hole? Because uh, we both know someone who has. Like my, actually, there were not fewer people. My my brother, um, not friend of the show, Kurt. I don't know, he's <laughs> not friend of the show, but fuck him. Um, uh, he he was probably the most addicted person to WoW that I'd ever seen. Like he was like gross it like not moving like weighing in a bucket kind of thing like not going to the toilet not showering for days you know you like that south park episode full <laughs> full game addiction like it's it it was nuts yeah, um it, i didn't even know you had another brother until like one day he just like quickly snuck out of the room yeah like, who's that and yeah. like, that's that's a level 40 mage yeah <laughs> Um, so that, that experience has always kind of pushed me off MMORPGs, you know, to the point where I've basically avoided them. Like I have, okay. I have, I have touched wow a bit slash a fucking lot. Cause you know, I had to do something when I was a teenager, but yeah, I never let, you know, let the MMORPG addiction take hold. Cause as we've established, I do everything to an extreme and yep. doing that to an extreme sounds frankly quite unhealthy and i ate like 300 calories yesterday so you know (laughs) (laughs) you're in a stage in your life where you don't need a heavy mmo addiction no i'll take a heavy meth addiction over a heavy mmo (laughs) addiction at least that way my house will be clean 
So instead of playing Lost Ark, you want to play Lost Teeth. <laughs> Fuck you. You saw me take a drink of water then. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. It's all about timing. <laughs> um, yeah, Lost Ark looks fucking insane. I'm, I'm super excited to play this. I'm... I'm not going to go in because I did a quick YouTube search and saw a, like a bunch of videos made by like, um, you know, um, uh, game YouTubers who, you know, play on the Korean servers and stuff like that and have made, you know, videos, breakdowns about the game and stuff like that. I, I think I'm actually going to avoid all that and just wait for it to come to me and just go in dark because there's so oh, many things. That's the best way to do it. That's- yeah. There's so many things in there that tickle, tickle me that I, I just can't wait to be tickled. Yeah. No, mm. I agree. I want to go. In, I want to go in blind. I'm happy to start an addiction with you as well. Do it. <laughs> Quickly though, did I did I tell you we were speaking about Diablo before? Did I tell you I got into the alpha testing for Immortals? No shit. The mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. How's that going? Really good for an yeah. alpha test. It's amazing. Um, so it performs that's... really well. It's a bit of a battery drainer, um, mm. but. When the when the full launch happens, I'm gonna get you guys. Got to get in on it. Uh, it's got good multiplayer, uh, barely any lag at all. So they're doing they're doing a good job. Um, obviously, once the full servers are open, the lag might increase if they don't have a, have enough resources. But yeah, no, it's it's great. It's really good. They've got they've got a good reward system that you would expect on a mobile platform. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, me and you in the past have, have been completely engulfed by mobile games in the like um in in the past. Um, I know the My Hero Academia mobile game came out yeah. like three to four weeks ago, and I'm like, yep. I'm not Smash even it. opening the app store just because I, I don't want to fucking know. I uh, man, <laughs> my I already yeah I already smashed it. Got a couple of top top heroes, and then I kind of fell off it a little bit. I just need to know: is it similar gameplay loop to the Seven Deadly Sins mobile game? No, it's different. Um, but to be honest, it wasn't. It definitely was nowhere near my favorite kind of game loop. So I, I've already taken okay. it off my phone. I don't need to download it then. That's fine. Yeah, I don't think you do. It was good. To, it was good to just muck around with it for a little bit, but then I kind of, yeah, got a little bit bored of it. Unfortunately. Okay. Nah, it's nothing wrong, man. It, these days, when I'm picking up a mobile game, I'm like, if I get bored of it quickly, I'm like, oh, thank God, I don't have to be addicted to this for the next fucking yeah. week and a half and never have my phone above fucking 14% battery. <laughs> the problem they, the problem I found with it was they did what that, uh, they did with the, Naruto, the latest Naruto game that they brought out. There's a massive open space hub where you can run around, do all kinds of stuff, but you've got... You can see everyone's avatar, and everyone's the same freaking avatar. Yeah, um, and that just—it's incoherent almost. Uh, and mm. then the actual gameplay was just not very interesting at all. And once you give something an auto function, it kind of takes the juice out of it. Nah, a hundred percent disagree. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, it definitely makes it easier to play, obviously, but it doesn't give you like any gameplay satisfaction. Oh, I get. I don't know, man. That I'm just. But you're much. You, I know you and Deadly Sins. You just like seeing those numbers oh, rack up. Fucking numbers, dude. <laughs> just numbers on numbers on numbers. Right. I'll, I'll download a clicker game before I want to just watch those rack up and and drain my battery. Man, I, I did. I I'll have to because uh, I was thinking about this. Uh, like the Seven Deadly Sins mobile game, like a day ago. 
I'm like, oh, I should just re-download because I just want to look at how many like gold heroes I have. Like just the list of like perfect gold, ma- massive S rank, you know. Oh, <laughs> so gorgeous. Oh. You got to be careful. Some of those games don't even, they will delete your character once you delete the app. Oh no, I'll have to start yeah. again. You have oh. to do it. <laughs> look at the smile on oh, your face. Oh no. <laughs> numbers. I'll have to watch all the numbers go up again, John. No. Oh, you jackass. I can hear. I can literally feel the serotonin being released in my brain just <laughs> thinking about that. Kind of slow trickle. <laughs> uh, okay. Do we want to get onto the last trailer we have here that we wanted to talk about? Yes, very uh, much so. So, last but definitely not least is Elden Ring. Um, man, probably the talk of the town when it comes to E3. Definitely the most traction I saw. Um, you know, online when this game dropped. So it's a upcoming action role-play game developed by Form Software. So they did uh, Demon Form Souls. Software. They did Demon Souls? Yep. Yep, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, yeah, A whole lot. Uh, so it's been published by Bandai Namco, and the game is a collaboration effort between game director uh, Hidake uh, Miyazaki, pronounced everything there wrong, and f- and the fantasy novelist George R. R. Martin. It is scheduled to be released on January 21, 2022. 20, not too long away. 2022. Not too long away, yeah. considering uh, tons of the tons of these trailers were for twenty twenty two, in like late twenty twenty two. Yep. Man, like what a pairing of you know Demon Souls combat with George R. R. Martin world building and lore. Um, well, he, and he like the stuff he wanted. I've I read before like he he's always wanted to do like dark stuff. Obviously, that's why Game of Thrones was successful because it was it did have like that massive element of darkness mm. behind it. Um, and he he fits perfectly into from software's kind of um, category. Like these guys invented this genre. Yeah, that that really suits dark hard combat. Mm. Um, so letting him write for them is a literally a match made in heaven i am so confident that this storyline is going to be immaculate yeah i'm i'm this is the top list of my game like of of this you know of these trailers this is the top of my list of games i'm definitely not going to play but going to watch someone play through it multiple times (laughs) because quite frankly and you know this very well i'm bad at video games i'm just not that good i love them i suck though um you're um well yeah i suppose we've played neo together yeah um, um, which is close to a Soulsborn. It is a Soulsborn, but it's more of a hack and slash Soulsborn. Yeah. Um, you did o- you did okay. You weren't that bad. No, I was bad. You I was good when I was with you. For a week and a half. I was good when I was with you, but when I was playing <laughs> by myself, I it was fucking awful. Like and I'm just I was briefly good at the Titanfall 2 multiplayer for about 3 weeks. There was 3 weeks there where I was just like really good at it. And then that yeah, was the last yeah, time I was being good. good. That was the last time I was good at a game. I'm just and like, <laughs> ask my wife. Like, I'm just not good at games. For someone who loves playing them, I'm not. We uh, on the episode I did uh, a few weeks ago, oh, months ago now, with Tyson, where we played um, Pokemon Stadium on the Nintendo 64. I lost yeah. that game. We've since then had about four to five rematches. 
I have yet to win a game. Not not. <laughs> we've switched up the teams. We even played the Pokemon mini games for a while, and even then, I still lost. Like I'm just not good at games. So how, how, how's your Nuzlocke run going? <laughs> oh, I died. <laughs> do you want the do Do you want the follow up episode to the Nuzlocke run? Yeah, I died. <laughs> I'm bad at the game. I'm not good at games. Because um, you like the fucking grass starters. <laughs> shut up. Fuck you. Um, and like, so the Demon Soul games, I I haven't played. I've watched playthroughs of them. Um, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die twice. I haven't played, but again, I've watched gameplay pl- uh, trailers. Of, uh, you know, uh, gameplay plays of them. Um, I. I love these games. I love the stories they tell. I love how it looks. I love how the combat looks. And I wish I was fucking good enough to fucking do it. But these old thumbs of mine just can't fucking do shit right. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe if you completely cut out carbs, they might, they might help you. I don't know. <laughs> it's the only thing you'll be able to move soon enough. Oh, don't even mention the C word to me anymore, bros. It's not even funny. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah. So how 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 do you think about how the actual world looked? A fantastic. The the, the map. Do you, is that a world tree? That's a. It that's looks a like a world tree. Right? Yeah, yeah. The um. So it looked like a massive open world that. Oh no! It looks like a massive sandbox. That yeah. Kind of, kind of, is like around an, a massive big tree of light, which resembles an Yggdrasil tree so yeah the um mount like that horse thing that he was riding on yeah looked fucking sick and also and you can hit that hit that air current and just yeah. like shoot up it goes off like a rocket also it looked like they like there was some sort of ability or magic ability to like summon you know friendly combatants and stuff like that that fight alongside you yeah some of those combat scenes were so hectic I was like oh what's going even on even like the there was like a uh, fucking wicked, wicked bit of combat where it looked like there was some magic was cast on the sword and the sword just got, like, fucking huge. Yeah, big lightsaber. That looked fucking sick, man. I can't wait to not be able to play this game because I'm bad at it. <laughs> you got to buy it. You gotta... it. Actually, that's one thing I did notice as well. It looked like there was... Um, they obviously have used the same Dark Souls multiplayer where the spirit will come in. Yeah. Um, that was That was a... A visual marker. I could definitely see that they've, mm. they've kept that in there. Um, so they're obviously pretty happy with the current multiplayer system that they have. Um, whereas I kind of preferred the Neo multiplayer system where you can go into this and do an entire mission together. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, that made like the gameplay that we would play together a lot better. I couldn't imagine if you tried to play that game by yourself. No, I, I would <laughs> not have played that game by myself. Um <laughs> Now, I do have a question for you. Now, this game's coming out, as we said, January 21st, 2022. Obviously, that date will get pushed back because video games. Um, the crazy thing is, is this game is scheduled to release on PS4, PS5, and Xbox One, Xbox Series X. So, it's a cross-generation game. I I don't understand the reasoning. Like, I kind of get the reasoning behind it because, you know, PS5's uh, hard to get a hold of. You know, there's been a scarcity of parts and stuff like that. But this game feels like it should just be made for PS5. Utilize that, you know, utilize these next generation consoles, you know, the PS5, the Xbox Series X. Um, use these, you know, 
upgraded next generation consoles push these games to the max you know and see what these consoles can do you know i I don't understand this yeah make the game for the better console yeah i i like it almost feels like um a lot of game companies are trying to mitigate you know uh potential loss of sales because you know there's not as many consoles in circulation but it also just kind of feels like they're shooting themselves in the foot by making a lackluster game well, not so much a lackluster game but a game that's not living up to its potential because it has to be scaled down for a for a you know a yeah, not as powerful console. console yeah it's nowhere near as powerful now that no. i own one there's no fucking denying that the ps4 is horrible compared to the PS5. Oh yeah, I threw mine in. Everyone's like, "Oh no, Gosh. I don't need to get a PS5. It's no, it's just, it's just better bells and whistles." No, it is a, it makes it so much more immersive experience. Mm-hmm. These these games that are made for it are coming out. There's no cuts. There's no loading screens. It's all no. smooth transitions, which blows my mind. And I'll, I'll get into that when we talk. I talk about Ratchet's claim. About to say, well, I don't, I don't have anything else to say about, um, to say about. Uh, Elden Ring. Apart from, I think the name's kind of stupid. Um, you don't like the name? One thing I didn't Elden like, Ring. One thing I thought was a bit wacky was I don't think there was a sink. Well, there was a couple of enemies, but did you notice how many of the enemies had just things for heads? Like a lamp. There was one that was like a brazier for a head. Yeah, yeah. One of them had an arm for a head. For a head. <laughs> there was a the enemy at the end that was like the one that you know smashed the big hammer. He had like. He or she, I didn't know. I didn't know their gender. I didn't. I, I don't know what their preferred <laughs> pronouns are. Um, God. they they had uh, like all these fucking arms, like just dangly arms yeah. up above, and it just that kind of body horror fantasy gore is something that I personally haven't seen in a lot of you know a lot of the media I consume, but it's something I'm very interested in, like that kind of it's, gothic it's neo visceral. Yeah, fuck yeah. I like my. Fa- I, this- I want my fantasy to be a bit darker now because I've, you know, we've had a lot of light yeah. fantasy shit, and I'm ready for some dark stuff, you know. For sure, there's this one game that oh, that that guy with the arms and everything reminded me of. It's this. I can't really remember what it's called, um, but it was on PlayStation Four, and you were you're stranded on. There's a plane crash, and you're stranded on an island. Mm-hmm. You can have like a few people, and then you've got to go around the island and kind of build a build a safe camp blah 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 at night time these fucking things come out is this um all these body horror things that had like arms coming out of their necks and like wrapped around and it looked like that first demon out of demon slayer almost oh okay yeah i have no Um, idea what that game is but it sounds like something i wouldn't play no you wouldn't play i played a little bit of it it just bugged me yeah (laughs) um um, while we're talking like obviously this is going to be a dark souls game um, yeah. So everyone understands what the combat's going to be like. Worth mentioning that they're doing a Final Fantasy under the same genre, uh, Origin. Yeah. Okay. So it's not going to play like regular, like most of the uh, Final, Fa- all of the Final Fantasies haven't played like this, where it's a, a slower combat, much more punishing if you make a mistake. Uh, very, re- very reminiscent of Neo. Um, mm. Not quite as hardcore as a dark souls um but they they announced that one as well so that that's going to be interesting too to keep an eye on yeah shit um as someone who's like very far removed from the final fantasy franchise i have not really gone in slash been interested in many of the games um i like the movies sometimes some of them are fun um advent children i fucking loved advent children 
the yeah, um the shit. The trailers we got for the Final Fantasy and this E3 that I saw all were fucking sick. Like, man, Final Fantasy mm. looks so fun, but I just can't. There's there's so many things and there's so much lore and I'm just like, I just, I, fuck, dude. <laughs> you put too much pressure on yourself. No, <laughs> oh, it's just, it's too much. Um, Well, I, speaking, we won't really, but I'll th- fucking hand fist this segue into speaking about the power of the PlayStation 5. You've recently been playing a game that has been utilizing the entire brute at the of the you know performance of the PlayStation 5 has at its yes. at its fingertips. Do you want to elaborate? Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, the was- brand new game it only came out a few days ago for the PlayStation 5. It's built for the PlayStation 5. It is available on PlayStation 4. Um, but they've, they have, like we were talking about, they don't sacrifice performance of the new consoles. They haven't done that. Um, it's It's got all the haptic fe- uh, functions of the controller. So anyone that's played at the Astro Bot Playground will know what the controller can, what the controller can do. It's no longer a controller. It's, it's, it's a vehicle for further immersion, almost, because mm. you're getting, you're literally getting touch feedback on what's happening in the game. Um, so, my first thing I want to like point out is that it fully uses the controller from from quarter to half to full pulling oh, of triggers. Yeah. Um, different different weapons need different functions. So, say you've got like uh, the rocket launcher. If you half pull the trigger and you get the resistance, it's going to start the locking function, and then when you fully, and then the full pull is the fire. It fuck yeah. It uh, it's it's hard to explain how how much better and uh, more how much more satisfying that is when you're in the combat to get mm. all these sen- like all these feelings and sensations as if you're like you're switching weapons very quickly in that game as well uh, anyone anyone that's played any of the series will know that like it's a lot of just get a ton of guns and and just switch them as quick as you can in combat almost you lose track of what you're doing but this one you've got to keep like focused on um, what what guns you're pulling out and when you want to use them and you're getting that feedback in your hands so you can kind of keep better track of it. Yeah, wow. Um, every, like you freeze enemies, you get that kind of like the, the frosty little vibrations or you, or you, or you fire a, a, uh, like a Gatling cannon. You're getting that in, the, oh, in your wow. hands. So yeah, no, it, it's, it's really brilliant like that. So they've done a great job of using the PS5, especially the controller to its full functions. Um, the in graphics the- themselves... I was just about to say, in the trailers that we saw of all the, you know, the Rift Apart and stuff like that, and the little bits of gameplay I've watched, the the act of, like, um, like it looks like they, like, grapple onto a Rift and pull into it. Um, is yep. that, the the way that's happening and the way that looks on screen, is that as satisfying as it looked in the trailers? Is it, like, as smooth and crisp and everything, or...? It's seamless. It's seamless. Wow. You can walk, like, you can walk up to one of those Rifts, and kind of pivot the camera, and it'll pivot in both dimensions. Um, That's not so. Yeah, they they're stuck right on top of each other, completely seamless. There's wow. not there's not a, there's not you. Can, I I tried to even kind of I tried to even line it up so that you could kind of get that pixelation between the two. It's non-existent. It is so seamless. Fuck. Um, 
when you when you grab the, the uh, grab the rift and pull yourself towards it, you get that feedback in the controller where it's like dragging you forward almost uh, in your hand. Um, the gra- so the graphics themselves are probably the greatest ga- graphics I've seen so far um, in a game. Firing up God of War performs brilliantly on the PlayStation 5 and looks immaculate. But this game that's made for the PlayStation 5 yeah. just takes it to that next level. Um, they've got the... It's called ray tracing. Yeah, ray data. tracing, yeah. You can have that active with 60 frames per second in this game. Jesus. Oh, it's... Jesus. <laughs> at, at times, you almost don't know what to look at because something, something off to the side will catch your attention because it's still so shiny and... Mm. Um, and it's not, even though it's not what that you're focused on, um, everything on the screen is just so vibrant and, and popping out of the screen almost. Motherfucker. Uh, so, oh. as someone, like, I've played a little bit of the um, Ratchet and Clank that's available on the PlayStation Hits collection. I believe it's a remake of, like, the 2011 game or something like that. Um, uh, that's that's loose. It's, like, there, there's bits of it, but it, it's pretty much a fresh game. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. The gameplay loop is, like, an action platformer, but I found the, the bits of that I've played, the thing that was endearing me to the game was less the gameplay loop and the action, which was fun, you know, but the, yeah. the story actually behind Ratchet and Clank was actually really quite good, in fact, for... Um, you know, a game that I had no, you know, nostalgia for or anything like that, coming into it completely fresh, I found it just really quite good. Is the story in this in this Ratchet and Clank, um, you know, hitting home with anything, or is it just you know a pretty vanilla story for a very beautiful game? No, they've well, okay. So the reason why it's such a successful series and it's been able to go across, like, uh, what the first one was PlayStation Two. Yeah. Like, can you like think about how long ago that was? This series yeah. has been going. I think there's been seven, seven games, maybe. Um, don't quote me on that. Definitely several games. <laughs> but it's had a. It's almost like uh, you put the story together, kind of like say like a, a one piece story where you've got you've got these massive complex arcs, but overall the story is trying to get the one piece right. So from Game one on the PlayStation 2 to now, they're still trying to find the rest of the Lombax species, which is what Ratchet is. Yeah. He's the only he's the only Lombax in existence that anyone knows about. This game introduces introduces the a second Lombax. Oh, okay. And that's the Obviously, female character that I've seen in all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cool. she, yeah on the tie, on the on the cover screen. Um so and that and that plays into the whole dimensional breaking thing. Mm. So they they play it as she's her uh, his counterpart, and they also have another robot that is the counterpart of Clank. Awesome. Um, and that's that's how they pl- that's how they set the story up. Um, mm. I won't go into any spoilers or anything with the story. It gets much more complex than that. Mm. Um, but no, it it holds up um, and. Even, even though there it, it is kind of a culmination of many years of and many games, you can still come into the game fresh, and it, it, the the game storyline is still very intriguing. Um, and it's complex too because of the whole 
dimension breaking thing. It's kind of yeah. like a multiverse, uh, and you know how you know how interesting and complex like Marvel multiverse gets. Mm. The whole so they do yeah, a good job. The whole multiverse thing looks fucking wicked. Um, that yeah, I, I I think I'm actually gonna go in on 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 that game. Um, I told myself I wasn't gonna buy any more PlayStation games after I bought Returnal like two weeks ago, but fuck it, I will get another one. <laughs> Why? Finish Returnal. I because this is my first uh, game that I've bought on PS5 just for PS5. Mm. Um, I honestly I wasn't gonna get it on launch weekend, but it was a long weekend here. Yeah. And I Thanks. got to the second day at a long weekend, and I just thought, ah, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, man, speaking of, of PlayStation games, we should probably get into the next topic we had lined up. So me and you a few weeks ago, I'd say probably what, three weeks ago now, two weeks ago, something like that. Two or three. Yeah. Yeah. We were just kind of hanging out, having a, having a chat and, you know, decided that we might, you know, play God of War again and we might party up and do it together over party and just you know kind of catch up and chat while we we, we kind of mindlessly play god of war that was the plan that was the plan um so we booted up uh, god of war the 2018 game which is available on the playstation hits collection if you own a ps5 it comes preloaded ready to go um so yeah skip on it no 100 percent download it i'm talking Um, to you josh fucking josh um me and you had previously both played god of war in the past uh we both ranted and raved about how good how good it was and how much we enjoyed it and we thought we'd go in for a second playthrough and when we started up that playthrough you know we got into our our party chat we were playing we get good and then i would reckon five minutes into us booting up the game we were completely (laughs) silent for the next 45 minutes (laughs) Oh, I'm just thinking about that. I'm just thinking about when, like, um, you walk down that over that little hill, and that uh, enemy comes around the corner. And yeah. Basically, at the exact same time, we were like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. It was literally just like I said. I was like, "Oh shit!" And then, like, one second later, you're like, "Fuck!" And I was like, "Did you just hit the?" Yeah, we just hit the thing. So <laughs> we were like neck and neck playing alongside in this party chat for days we were we kept you know pretty well paced eventually you got ahead of me because you have free time no commitments and live a glorious life yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm a busy man um so yeah you've you finished the game again gone on to the new game plus done a bunch of stuff i'm currently just doing all the extra stuff and you know chipping away at the storyline uh little bits and pieces you know i've probably already put another you know 15 hours into the game as is just you know kind of pottering around um, coming back to it the second time, how's this second kind of playthrough experience for you on this, you know, four, five-year-old game now? Well, I can't, like, compared to my first playthrough, I think I enjoyed the second playthrough more. Yeah. I, I really do. Same here, 100%. Even knowing what was going to happen... I, I had enough. I had had enough of a break where I'd forgotten the small details. Obviously, I'm not going to forget how that game ends because it was a masterpiece of its generation. Yep. Always will be, in my opinion, the number one game that's been on PlayStation Four by a mile. Agreed. Um, followed by cl- closely by Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so my the second playthrough was super fun for me. We started that playthrough and we said at the start we're skipping cutscenes. Yeah, I, I think skipped the first cutscene. I skipped one, yeah. I skipped the first one too, and then after that, just never again. Why would you? Well, the game's gorgeous. I couldn't. Eat. The 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 thing with that game is it's seamless from start to finish. There's not a single loading screen. So you don't I know where the cutscenes are. No. I didn't even realize I was in cutscenes no, half the time. You never do. And I'm just sitting there going, man, this is so good. And 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 also it was better this time, the second playthrough, because I'm playing on the PlayStation Five. Mm. It, it this is a game that was just PS Five was not out. It, they couldn't have, they couldn't have tested it on the PS5 at all. It looks freaking amazing. It looks insane. And I don't know if it's just rose-tinted glasses because, you know, we don't realise how good it looked on the PS4, but it looks fucking incredible. I, I am blown away every time I turn it on just being like, yeah, I fuck... How is this possible? How did this game yep. come out so long ago? How did... How, like, how is everyone in the world still not talking about how fucking gorgeous this game is? Um, yeah. And how, they're uh, not, how are there not a hundred more games that came out in the exact same fashion? Because, I mean, yeah. the great, the great, honestly, the single greatest story told also in a game, um, uh, in my opinion. I would also say the single greatest weapon in a game ever. The <laughs> Leviathan <laughs> Axe is maybe... No, I'm saying it is definitely the greatest video game weapon. There, There is... Yeah. No part of using it, getting good at it, you know, modding it out, making it look different that isn't enjoyable. I enjoy yep. everything about that beautiful son of a bitch. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, the combat's unreal. And I'm in the but, exact same boat with you that this playthrough, I'm enjoying it way more than my first playthrough. Yep. And that's not to say, like, I enjoyed the shit out of my first playthrough. Um, But this playthrough, there's... I don't know if it's, I know what, like, I, I'm in the same boat with you where I know what's coming or, you know, that I'm a little bit better at the game than I was because, you know, I've obviously got all that muscle memory slash experience from the first game or the first yeah. time I played through. But this one, I'm, I actually feel like I'm role-playing as the God of War Kratos where in combat, I'm you know, chaining these different attacks. I'm using these different abilities. I'm not taking damage. I'm parrying stuff. Like, I'm having yep. tough fights and combats, but I always feel like the god of war. And you know what yep. I mean? Like, I'm able to utilize all these skills and abilities at my fingertips so well and so concisely because the game is just made that way. And I, I every time I you know, do a big boss battle or, you know, defeat a frost giant or free a dragon. I I feel like the God of War. Like it's, it's incredible. It's one of the best role-playing experiences I've experienced in gaming. And oh, for sure. I, I can't believe I waited so long to play it the second time. Like I fucking, this, I bought Returnal like three weeks ago and fucking barely touched it. And that game, <laughs> that game sucked me off so much when, like, the first two hours I played of it, I was like, super. It's like a dungeon crawler, which is like my favorite type of game ever, and yeah. it it looked amazing, and I was super excited. And I can't fucking give a fuck about it because I'm playing God of War. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> plus Amelia Amel- uh, took all your screen time with yeah. uh, Mass Effect. <laughs> I want I don't want to talk about it. Just playing it in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's kind of like you've been in bed for a few hours. She comes in late at night. Doesn't doesn't even give you a cuddle. <laughs> nah. Nah. She just shows me pictures of Garrus and then be like, "Oh, look at this." 
I got this photo Man. of. God. <laughs> I was gonna say one thing. I, one thing I noticed with this playthrough though as well, I've I've changed up all my move sets as well. I'm playing it completely different. Same. Yeah. Same. My, the the um the light runic attacks, the heavy runic attacks. I've switched everything up. I'm having much more fun with the ones I'm using right now. Um, Atreus, I'm using the uh, the elk. Have you got that power yet? No, no. So he shoots out. He shoots out just this massive elk with these big horns, and it just pulses with energy. Whether it's the stun energy or the lightning, uh, yeah. the shock energy. Yeah, all I used was wolves. This thing is unreal. Yeah. I've been like I've been switching on my playthrough where the first time I played through it I remember I like never used like heavy attacks. I was always just like quick attacks move, quick attacks move. Um yeah. where this time I feel like I'm role playing as Kratos because I'm like I'm not dodging stuff because I'm like no, I'm fucking Kratos. I don't dodge. I parry. <laughs> and if I can't parry, I attack first. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so I'm using these like big slow heavy attacks to try and get in. I'm like doing time stuff. I'm like throwing out like little quick throws and stuff like that and yeah. just, you know, parrying everything and I'm like um I haven't played a game that makes me feel invincible before and even though i've died a few times and i've taken damage and i've lost a few fights and i got stuck at one part for ages but i still felt invincible while playing it because it's just that good of a game it's it's that perfect of a combat system that perfect of a story that perfect of a character in kratos and and um atreus like i i you know as a father it's 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 a very touching story and I find myself just being so compelled to like if there was a button that I could press to make Kratos pat Atreus on the back, as like I'd break <laughs> that button. Want. I'd fucking break the button. I'd break the controller pressing the button that much. It's yeah. it's insane. Man, like it sets it with the, with the whole him like being so anxious to even touch his his son because mm. he's not shown him any affection at all. He's never been there to like support him emotionally. Even me, like, I was just like, bro, please just give him a fucking hug. He needs it. Even you, the famously least affectionate, hardest, callousest man in the whole oh. entire world. <laughs> nah, you're a big teddy bear. I'm a, um, I'm a hugger. <laughs> man, God of War is amazing, and I'm going to play some tonight, bro, hopefully. No kidding, it's amazing. I, I literally, I, I finished that second playthrough. Mm. Not only did I do that, I so... Obviously, like, I finished the storyline in that second playthrough. Did everything as well. Like, did all the missions. I didn't do the post-storyline stuff with the Valkyrie. I went back to my first playthrough. Finished with my fully upgraded character. Yeah. And then I went straight into a new game plus. So, what is a new game plus? So, new game, you you start the game fresh Hmm. um, from the beginning, but you've got... Or everything. You've got everything. The only thing you don't have is Atreus's arrow abilities. Yeah. What about? Um, do you have the they've... chaos blades and stuff like that? Yes, you have them. Oh from, you have them God. right from the beginning. Um, it doesn't. There's only one part in the game where using them before you get them, they had to put up a hard wall. Um, so it's in the mines when you're trying to ascend. The second time you go up the mine shaft. You you got to cut down the bramble to get on the elevator. Yeah, 
Yeah, obviously you can cut down the bramble the first time, but they, they put a hard lock on the elevator so that you couldn't use it. Um, so, there's what one thing I didn't know, and I would have gone through a New Game Plus if I knew this beforehand, is there's uh, New Game Plus armor sets. Yeah. Um, you, you can only get them in your second playthrough. There's, there's the God of War... Um, Sorry, there's the uh, Ares set, which uh, uses Spartan Rage pretty much all the time. Like it, It's kind of designed to always have a Spartan Rage active. Oh, wow. Uh, you've got a Zeus set, which turns you into a glass cannon. That makes you super, super high attack, but no defense. Um, and then you've got like a joke. You've got a joke armor called Cod of War, where it's, you just, it's all fish scales. And then basically the gameplay behind that is you try and pick up uh, orbs like uh, rage orbs or health orbs and when you do it makes a massive explosion oh okay that'd and be fun one shot you can you can wipe like mobs of en- enemies uh, just <laughs> from that man so i went i went through i finished the new game plus oh I wow <laughs> i finished the new game plus and now i'm into the end game uh content to fully fully max out my character because yeah, it, wow. it opens up another two tiers above where you are um, and then when I do that, and I finish Ratchet and Clank, I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna play on uh, the God of War difficulty and really fucking test my abilities. Yeah, this will be the first time I'm ever gonna bump up the difficulty of a game, ever really. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm so excited to bump up the difficulty. But um, playing God of War this week kind of got me thinking about um fandoms. Because God of War, to me, has never been a really active fandom. So mm. I've done a little research, and uh, we're going to put this into a new segment. And um, I haven't thought of a name for this segment yet. Uh, let's call it uh, Fan Fiction Fills Fan Friction Corner. That'll do. Look at that. <laughs> you didn't think about that. <laughs> nah, I definitely didn't have that written down. Um, um I don't have an intro or anything lined up for this one yet, but that's that's Future Philip's problem. Um, Future Philip, if when you're listening to this and editing it, have fun with this one. Go nuts. <laughs> let, let your hair down, kid. Have fun. Um, you're saying that like he's going to have time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see what Future Philip comes up with. Anyway... Darlings, Daddy knows you can handle it. So, yeah, fan fiction feels fan friction corner. So, this is a new segment where I just head to the fandom, I head to the fan fiction sites to see what the fans are writing about. The f- deep dive yep. Reddit. So I I didn't deep dive Reddit. I've deep dived the fan fiction site archive of our own, a fan fiction site that I have you know spent a lot of time perusing, and I found a God of War fan fiction that I'm I'm going to read out to you, Jono. So I've taken a few little excerpts on this, so I'll just read out, and if you have any comments, just sing along. So this <laughs> should be fun. Uh, so it starts with Kratos saying. 
Uh, it was getting ridiculous. Kratos had been a young man once himself and knew the temptations of the flesh quite well. He still had urges from time to time and believed it quite natural. He never found pleasuring oneself to be a wrongful act in any sort of manner, and yet the moment he was feeling such sour embarrassment. For the past week, he had been waking up to the soft gasps and moans emanating from the other bed in his one-room home, the only other bed being his son's, Atreus. Oh, no, don't. (laughs) Those beds are (laughs) head-to-head. When he first awoke to it, he did not physically react in any rash movement that would have disturbed the boy and alerted him to his father's consciousness. Atreus was at least trying to be quiet about his current actions, and so Kratos hadn't been startled awake. He merely opened his eyes to the faint voices uh, whimpering nearby. It didn't take the older man longer to realise what his son was doing to make such noise. A rhythmic muted smacking along with the boy's sounds of pleasure leaving his mouth could have meant, could not have meant much else but the fact that his own flesh and blood in the other bed was touching himself. Has this, <laughs> has this boy no shame? We'll skip it. So that was the first. Oh, please. I'm about to take my head. That was the first. That was the first paragraph. Let's skip. Let's. <laughs> Let's skip to the real meat and potatoes of this this fan fiction. Oh, sausage and Mm. potatoes. (laughs) Kratos awoke, but something was different. The noise seemed louder, closer. He had realised that although Atreus was indeed relieving himself in that way, he was not doing so in his bed. He was actually standing up right next to Kratos' bed where he currently <laughs> laid with his small hands around his hardening flesh. He, he could hear the familiar gasps so much more clearer now. He could feel the heat from his small body radiating, radiating out towards him, a heat that Kratos had not <laughs> felt in a long time. Kratos' <laughs> suspicions had been, had been affirmed. The boy had to indeed be in love with him a love more twisted than it should be between two blood relatives. And yet, still, he lay in the bed, eyes closed, unsure of what course of action to take, his son's pumping growing increasingly hurried and erratic. (laughs) The short breaths turned into full-out panting, and Kratos could now make out the lewd squelching of what had to be from his boy fingering himself. Between his... Dude, what the fuck? I hope there's a joke at the Between end. his thighs, Kratos felt himself growing painfully hard. His son had continuously woken him up every night. He was so infuriated with, with him that he could not control his young urges. With a soft meow, Atreus came in his hands, and Kratos listens to the boy's breathing slowly. Uh, and Kratos listened to the boy's breathing slowly even out. With that, the following soft steps taken from the taking. Oh, sorry, this is not written very well. The following. (laughs) With that, the following soft steps taken from his sons to climb back into his bed was heard along with a long, drawn out sigh. So that's a bit of fan fiction about um, God of War. So, how how does that make you feel, buddy? 
You picked that one. Oh, I read that I read two <laughs> chapters of that to you, mate. I read fourteen chapters of that alone. So just just <laughs> What the fuck? Bro, when you said fair I really did not see that coming. That was surely you hit you pick you fucking pick from the bottom of the barrel. First one that came up when I searched it. And what did you would you search controversial or hot, no? Or hot, just Atreus. I, I literally was just God of War fandom, and that was the first one that came up. There is thousands of pieces of it. Uh, of course. Um, you, so you're going to play that off like a lazy search rather than a. <laughs> you wanted to say that. <laughs> so that was a fun little segment called. That whole time I was. What was that? That whole time I was hoping there was a joke. No, no. It was just about a son masturbating over his dad. Joke's on me. That's what it was. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And his soft little meow as he came into his hand while he was fingering his bum I thought there was going to be... Bro, fuck you don't need to... I got that part. (laughs) I thought you were going to... I thought they were going to start with something from like God of War 1 where like he's smashing his missus in in the boat at the start. Or God of War 3 where he like runs in Aphrodite and just like goes to town like three times. <clears throat> nope I picked the best one Well thanks for You're that, so Phil. welcome And on that I mean, note We should probably It's almost fucking night Bedtime And I have to go To put the floor to that That's great You're so welcome And on that note we'll, we'll start wrapping it up It has been An absolute pleasure To have you back In Dorktown Studios Jono I love you Very very much And fun, it was bro. super fun For the dorks out there Make sure you're on the socials At Lords of Delft At Lords of Dorktown On Instagram um, if you want to get in touch with us at the pod here, just email us at, at lordsofdorktown at gmail.com. Jono, do you want to sign us off there, bud? Uh, future Philip, uh, yeah, got a bit of a job down here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, ch- chime in, guys. Tell us what you thought about the <laughs> friction fandom. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, thanks for having me. As always, guys, keep it dog burning. <laughs>